What's up, everybody? Episode six, man. Your boy E, man. Stacy, your boy J Rock. Bringing it live, baby. One more episode, man. We broke some downloads, man. We got about a couple hundred downloads already in five episodes. I know it doesn't seem like a lot to a lot of people, but for us, it is because we were expecting like fifty or something. You know what I mean? Uh, so today, man, we're bringing up. You know, we're gonna cover the NBA draft. I know the first time around, episode one, we kind of did a little spoof on it. Not really, but I just want to know that. I just want to. Let it be known that the SEC website we uh, we looked at was completely wrong. I don't know. I have no idea. They should stick to college basketball. But we're going to do the NBA draft. Uh, we're going to do some Enfuego headlines. And we're actually going to close out the show with the first official celebrity interview, man. We conducted celebrity. a couple of weeks. Yeah, bro. Jorge Manuel Berrios, bro. Young upcoming actor. Local kid from Miami. Up in Hollywood, man. Grinding. He's grinding. Can't wait to hear it, man. All right. Awesome. Awesome. All right, man. So, yo, let's let's just get busy with the um, with the NBA draft. So, what do we got? There was no surprises number one, right, J-Rock? No surprises. Uh, I know me and you, we, we, we both... Uh be on this one with DeAndre Ayton going to Phoenix from the Bahamas. Yeah, Bahamian. You saw the suit he was wearing with the Bahama flag inside? Nasty. Freshman out of Arizona. He was the one involved in that little scandal with the coach. With the coach giving giving him or offering the parents $100,000. Not the coach is fired or about to be fired and he's going to make millions. Yep, that's right. That's right. I mean, it's all gone. Uh, Louisville just has to deal with it now, but the player moves on and whatever the case may be. And I don't want to go into too much detail, but this is one of the things that I can't stand. I mean, these colleges make. I mean, I think that the the the, the latest ACC, uh, it's like fifty one billion. They're gonna make in revenue where the new contract is up, and and these players don't get anything. I mean, they make all these millions of dollars and billions of dollars, and these players don't get jack. And what do you expect? The kid comes from the hood, you know, comes to these old school. I mean, the per diem they give them for food is not enough because you're eating at the cafeteria. I, I think I'm not saying they should get paid millions of dollars, but a nice little stipend would be nice. You know what I mean? And you wouldn't have these issues. It happened. It happened. It happened to one uh, another guy from Kansas. I mean, he didn't. Who was it? He didn't even get. Uh, he didn't even play for Kansas because uh, they were scared of him uh, not being eligible because he was driving a nice car. That's right. I think it was given and, to the parents, right? It was a loan approval, right? And now, well, that kid didn't get drafted, but Cleveland invited them to summer camp. That's right. Game. That's right. He did not play. Um, exactly. Five star recruit, man. He could have been right. good in college. Got a good experience in college, but because of the rules, man, he couldn't even play. That's right. Billy Preston, McDonald's All American, twenty seventeen. He didn't play at all. He committed to the Jayhawks. You're right. And uh, now he's actually in the summer league. He was signed by the the Cleveland actually yesterday, man. Damn, look at that heartbreaking news, man, from the draft uh, from J Rock, upcoming hot baby live. But, but yeah, man, something gotta change. Something gotta change. Though, it real, will, man. It definitely has to. But, but the good. you know Phoenix Suns. There you go, Phoenix. Phoenix, uh, I mean the worst team in the league. Phoenix Sun. They should be making some. They they make some moves in the draft, so we'll, we'll see. And uh, you know, runs to the number two pick. <laughs> your 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 school. I was right on, man. Do Marvin Bagley. Bagley. Marvin Bagley. The third. The, the third. third. The third baby. He's the third Bagley. Don't get it twisted. Uh, Duke. Duke had a couple of freshmen going in the in the first round. Yeah, it's like the fifth time I think it's ever happened to have to have two, you know, two um two, you know, same college having two top ten picks. You know what I mean? Duke is taking a page out of Kentucky, man. That's right. Yeah, One on. and done, man. They just start, One you know. And done. They got a they got a championship out of it, you know, in the last three three four years. So it's gonna work. They're due for one next year with that monster class they have coming. But Marvin Bagley, I think he's NBA ready. No surprise there. You know, Sacramento was gonna go for that. He's gonna go for something solid. Um, it's funny that DeAndre Agent is getting comparisons to Embiid. You saw Embiid, you know, tweeting out saying, "I play defense, man." They'll, they'll compare him to me. And Bagley's getting some um, really close uh, comparisons to um, one of your favorite players, man. You know, Chris Bosh. Chris 
Bosch. Chris Bosch, lefty, you know. Player, okay. So yeah. lefty. Yeah, I'm saying because he's a Miami, right. Miami Heat. You know, yeah, yeah. When, when you jumped on the bandwagon and you rode it, you know, when LeBron came. Yeah, my favorite player. Yeah, actually, he was my second best player. Yeah, the best player was LeBron. after Wade. <laughs> but yeah, getting comparisons to Chris Bosch, solid pick. You know, that was gonna happen. I mean, Sacramento has nothing going on. They do have some, you know, young players that are, are gonna work around. And I think you know Bagley was solid because he's gonna be a contributor right off the bat. And how, I want you to tell me who's the third pick. Oh, come on, man. Luka Doncic. <laughs> My boy, Luka Doncic. Luka. Uh, yes, you know, it was, and it was, again, everything is going kind of like chalk. Everything called, this is what everybody called. But what was crazy is that Dallas traded up um, to get Doncic, plus a, the the pick they got from, um, was it from that Miami trade, Man. I think? It was uh, number 21 on Perpecta for, tw- well, for the 2021 draft. Uh, but it was crazy because they moved up from number five, and contingency was you got to draft. Trey Young, so they were gonna go ahead and do that. So if Dallas after Trey Young and submit, you know, and hat and traded the 2021 unprotected pick to um, Atlanta, then you know they would trade picks. So I mean, we just gave out what number five pick was, but yeah, like Doncic ended up going to Dallas, and who, everybody's high on Doncic, man. Who came? Who came going to Dallas? Uh, Luka Doncic. Luka Doncic. Yeah. everybody's high on Doncic. I mean. Um, you know, um, who's the MVP of the league? Uh, Nineteen yeah. years old, man. Did you see the last play he did? He he did a. a it's funny when they won the game. I just saw the highlights the other day. It was a one-handed, left-handed three-pointer. The dude just—it was a step back, one-handed. I mean, and it was like the last shot of the game. He just did it. You know, MVP of the league, MVP of the final, the final four out yep. there. Nineteen years old. Did they win the championship out there too? Yep, they won the championship out there. Wow, what a but way to go out! What a backcourt, Dennis Smith and Luka Doncic. I am I am actually excited to see this next year. And Dirk Nowinski, man, yeah, leaving on the way out. Yeah, I think he's, uh, he's going to take Dirk Nowinski's place as part of uh, Mark Cuban's uh, whole uh, thing. <laughs> he's yeah. all about the European uh, players, bro. <laughs> yeah, so it's all about. Number four, Jaron Jackson Jr., Memphis Grizzlies from Michigan State. Sure yeah. that guy. I have, nothing, I have no idea what this guy is. No, actually, he's power forward, but yeah, you're right. Uh, freshman. Freshman. Uh, another one and done. I mean, Luka Doncic would be considered a freshman. Yeah, but he was, I mean, he's been playing three years already in the league. <laughs> he was 13 when he got picked up by Real Madrid. Unbelievable. Who's number five, my man? Trey Young. Trey Yeezy, baby. Dallas picked him, which presumably got traded to Atlanta. And uh, now Atlanta has Trey Young, who was leader in points, leader mm-hmm. in assists. First time in NCAA history that a freshman leads the, the league in both. Points and, and assists. That's right. That's right. And uh, I don't know if you just don't like his hair, bro. I don't know. He had better hair this time. Did you see that? He was wearing the shorts too. You know, he's wearing the suit shorts. Yeah. going on with the short suit, man. Hey, LeBron, man. It's taking a page of LeBron's. He said he wanted to do something original that nobody's ever done in the draft. He actually did. Wow, he did. Okay. But his hair looked better that day on the draft. Yeah. yeah definitely did. looked better. Number six. I like oh. this name, man. Number six. Mo Bamba. Mo Bamba. Oh. Mo ba- Remember, I said the last name is like seven six or something. He actually has like a seven six wingspan, is what I meant. Seven feet tall. 7'10 wingspan, actually. Um, everybody's high on this kid because he's um, it's mainly defense. I mean, he's he's still a project offensively, but I think yeah, he's you know, he's from um, New York too, right? He's a New York kid. I just know his mom. He's from New York, bro. He's from uh, I believe either Queens or um, or the Bronx. He's from New York, local New York product, baby. Shout out, shout out to New York product school, baby. You know what I'm saying? More bombo. Now, number seven, I was surprised, even though it's one of my boys, I was surprised he went up this early. Yeah, who is that guy? Wendell Carter, bro. Tied it up, dude, man. He's yeah, good. Yeah, he's yeah. good. Nah, six, six, he's a 6'10 he center. The Duke. No, 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 he doesn't. he doesn't. Um, But he was really good. I mean, if you look at him, he, he averaged a triple-double uh, right next to... Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, a double-double. He averaged a double-double as a freshman. I apologize. And rebounds and scoring and points. Um, he just got an MVP. A yeah. No, no, yeah, yeah. No, double-double rebounds and, uh, and, and points. 
Um, I think uh, Chicago might have gone a little ahead of themselves. Uh, he's young. He still has a lot of work in the sense of like, you know, getting ready physically. But I think this it's it's, it's good player. He was a good player, but uh, I think he went a little too early. Oh, here we go. Ha, the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh-oh. Here we go. up their team. They want to keep LeBron. Colin Sexton. Hey. Alabama. The Bull. Boy, good. Oh, he's good. He's that boy good. good. That boy good. I, I remember from high school, man. He was like top prospect in high school. He's good. And, you know, um, I used to watch him a lot in overtime. And, um, you know. Um, he said, uh, hey, LeBron, let's go. Let's, let's go. go. Let's get it. Let's stay. Let's get it. Let's get this championship going. <laughs> Colin Sexton, man. I mean, he's, um, he's he, I mean, good handle. Can shoot from the outside. But he's also a tough kid. I mean, he's also, and he, he's had challenges in his life. You know what I mean? Um, another one of those, you know, uh, glory stories. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, grew up in a, in a impoverished neighborhood. And, you know, struggled. But yeah, man. I mean, um, this may this may change. You know, I don't know if this is gonna change LeBron's, but this might actually put some pieces there. You know, what's crazy? They gave him number two automatically already. Kyrie's yeah. all, Kyrie's all number. Oh, so like Kyrie, who? Oh, here's number two. Man. Number two. Hey, who's who was his coach in college? Oh, the little general. <laughs> Avery Johnson. Avery Johnson and Avery. <laughs> you know, Avery's usually very tough on point guards, um, and he was. Extremely tough on this guy because he knew the potential. I mean, a, a draft pick out of Alabama. Uh, I haven't heard of a no, draft I mean, pick from Alabama in a while. So it's been a minute. Be good. And yeah, top ten. Yeah, top ten. Hey, uh, how about what you know about? Let's go to nine. Knicks, baby. Let's go Knicks with the Knicks. Pick. Knicks get it right or what? Kevin Knox. Kevin Knox, man. Uh, the pop. reaction, the reaction in the in the in the, in the, in the arena wasn't 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 great. Wasn't great. But it was almost Porzingis likes, but yeah, not exactly. Did right, you see right. the kid there again? Yeah, it was, he was I, I think this is uh, kind of like a, let, let's do this again. Maybe we'll get lucky again. But uh, no, you know what? I think the Knicks got somebody that's ready to come in and you know give you boards and give you some uh, some good minutes. Um, you know, up there with uh, I don't know if Canner is going to be up with us next year or not. But I mean, you you got somebody to go in that front court with Porzingis. Because Brzezinka, even though he's like seven, you know, seven three, he's really like a small forward. You know what I mean? With a, he's a little soft. He's coming um, out of Kentucky. He's NBA. Right? Nah, hey, coming out of Kentucky. Well, right? coach, individual here. Well, coach, number ten, baby. Ooh, number ten, Michael Bridges. Oh, Michael Bridges. Villanova. Trying a junior, to come. Like yeah, like you said, one of the few. Look at this, a junior. Can you believe that? Somebody actually there that was not a freshman, the first non-first-year player to be picked in the top ten. There we go. Now, doesn't this kid's mother work for uh, Philadelphia, like in yeah, HR or something like that, for the 76ers? Uh, VP of, uh, of HR. She was super happy, extremely mm. happy. I mean, the ESPN made it seem like the you know the perfect union out there. Yeah, yeah. Both happy, crying, and literally, you know, until uh, forty five minutes later. <laughs> yeah, that's right, man. Uh, his um, let's see who uh, Phoenix Suns end up picking because they end up trading his rights to uh, the Phoenix uh, Suns. So uh, was, number eleven. I was wondering on the top ten, yeah, number eleven, another first one, Kentucky. Out of Canada, the child Gilkis Alexander. You know, again, I have no idea who this kid is. This guy, Shai Gilkis. I mean, I have no idea who he is. I, I, again, just like the last time, uh, you know, it was traded to the Clippers, right, right to the Clippers. You picked by the Hornets. Uh, I don't know why. I mean, I have no idea who this guy is. Number eleven. Who's next? Miles Bridges in number twelve. Uh, I mean, I saw a lot of rights being traded, man. In the first round, it was insane. I mean, I don't know. It's uh, you know, signs for things to come in the um, in the free agency. You know, because I mean, a couple of a couple in a week or so, it's gonna get booked wow. But Miles Bridges was number 10, 12, uh, sophomore. There we go. Thirteen, Jerome Robinson. No idea who this guy is. College, he's a junior, man. He yeah. was in college. The Clippers got him. <laughs> and the next one was the um, Ooh, yeah. you know everybody here is saying that risk or take um, because of all his injury, but MPJ baby. 
Porter Jr. He was a uh, supposed to be a top three pick. He was number. He was a top player out of high school and McDonald's All American and MVP of the McDonald's game. But like you said, the last time he he got hurt. And the problem here is his back. They're saying he might need a second back surgery. Man, back. He broke his back. Wow, man. I mean, yeah, it was a, it's a, a five star recruit. Yep. He played. The only thing he played like eight minutes. Something like that. That's it, dude. He played one, one first-round game. Yeah, first-round game. They all know whatever we play in high school. In high school, you know, he got good numbers. We don't know much about him. Mystery. Supposed to be good. He, uh, we'll see. They're saying this might be, it was a, it was a, a right, is a, is a risk pick, but with the upsides of if this guy is healthy, they got to steal at number 14. Even though Denver is not even, is a team that's almost as close to the playoffs, to making the playoffs. They had a really good season this year. So, hey, man, you know, they, they, they took the shot. Let's see. Who the hell is Troy Brown, bro? Troy Brown Jr., man. Number 15. Another freshman. Oregon. Another freshman. That's what I know it is. There's a freshman from Oregon. And there's a pick up. That's enough stats. Number <laughs> At, 16. Oh, Zaire Smith. Now, this Zaire. this guy, everybody's high on Zaire Smith because the Phoenix Suns were, you know, traded, um, I mean, the 76ers traded uh, Mikel Bridges, you know, breaking up the happy home. Um, you know, the, the kid has to leave, you know what I'm saying? It's like throwing a puppy out on the street, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and um, to the Phoenix Suns. So, I mean, the Phoenix Suns are loading up, man. Devin Booker, Aiton, and this kid, Zaire Smith, who's everybody's big on. Up and comers. Up and comers, man. They're, they're, they're the new process. Ooh, they are the new two. process, my friend. And, uh, and hey, here we go. Number 17, man. Another, another you know, pick that's... This guy has built himself up. He, he, yep. he worked out. He, you know, he, made it, he made it in the... He had a great NCAA, combine. Yeah, NCAA. Yep. That's where he made his name. That's right. And then he followed it up with a great combine, and he worked it out. He went up yeah. from maybe a second round pick to a low, yeah. low, low end first round pick. Everybody to thought he was getting yeah. pick. Yeah, at seventeen is great. Everybody thought he was going to be picked first in the second round. Got to the combine, great combine. He wasn't even thinking of no. going out. No, he was last minute. Remember, he yeah. at the end said, "Hey, let's do this." You know, Dante Divincenzo, great name, Vinny. And just to round it up, just uh, just look around, and yeah. see any, any, any. Well, you know, we have no idea who, I mean, we don't, well, the last one before we just kind of oh, express this up, Lonnie Walker, you got to mention Lonnie Walker, bro, yeah, freshman, you know what I'm saying? Miami, yes. Yeah, Miami, Miami, he's good, that boy good. He's good, Miami, freshman. That boy okay. good. Now, we're going to do some honorable mentions oh, coming yeah. up here, right? Let's, let's, I think mean, he is dying to see, yeah, to you see know, the next one. You know, Grayson Allen oh. at 21, <laughs> honorable mention, I think the steal of the draft, ladies and gentlemen, honestly. Um, I don't know. I don't know why Four he is coming. A senior, the only senior I think it's in the damn draft. So uh, the next guy, uh, yeah, Chandler Hutchinson, who I have no idea who he is. But Grayson Allen. I mean, you know, Grayson Allen's, you know, the tripper. He yeah. trips. He trips people. Yeah, uh, yeah he's hard nosed man. He's a hard nosed kid. Look, um, whether he's gonna have a, a career like JJ Redick has been able to pull in the NBA, you know what I mean? Um, I don't think he's as great of a shooter as JJ Redick, but he's definitely more athletic. Brings more tools to the game. It's just gonna be how well this kid. I mean, he's going in a good system. He's going to the Utah Jazz. I think that was an inside connection. You know, I think uh, Coach K gave a call to uh, Schneider. I think this is the coach's name. It was like, hey man, you know, there's a big Duke connection there. Hook me up. But hey, him and uh, Donovan Mitchell. So Donovan Mitchell gave him a props. Went out there. Hey, what's up, man? Welcome to the club. What up, kid? Grayson Allen. Anything else you see here? At, uh, yeah, there's nobody else. I mean, first round, second round. I think uh, in the first round, sixteen out of thirty picks were freshmen. Were freshmen. Unbelievable. I think it's the first time ever, right? Or close well, to. That was pretty close. Uh, so that's it. Pretty much in the first round, that was the biggest surprise. Grayson Allen, Gary Trent Jr. in the second round went um, 37, which I thought he was going to be picked before Allen. Uh, let me see. Anybody else here? 
pretty much it. The only one is where is the, where did my boy Musa get picked up from Bosnia Herzegovina? <laughs> Remember, I said he was going to be better than Duka Doncic in the first episode, but I, you know, I don't see Musa at all here, man. Musa, you know, Musa, Musa is nowhere to be found. Then wow. Musa did not get drafted. Oh man, that's, that's... but hey. Last pick, man. We always got to give a shout out to the last pick. What is it called in college in NFL when the last pick? Mr. Irrelevant. Mr. Irrelevant. Now, this guy is not Mr. Irrelevant. This guy comes from good genes. Go ahead, man. Good genes. Costas. (laughs) (laughs) So, Costas Atacacumpo. That's Giannis Atacacumpo's baby brother. I didn't even know this kid was playing ball, man. Yes. I mean, uh, he's worked hard. Yeah, he's a A freshman. freshman. Now, he played, he was in. They, he played. He was in the United States, huh? Yeah, That's how good he was, man. But um, wow. I mean, they picked the name. Hopefully, the other they just they yeah they saw six eleven. You know, started the first couple of games, and then he was playing off the bench. Few in the last couple of games, he had a good game. But yeah, they, they picked the they picked the name. Hopefully, he's uh kind of matches his, uh, his uh, older brother. Yeah, well, that's what they're going based on, man. Yeah, I think some, if they get half they, the success, they didn't watch film on this guy. Yeah, if they get half of the success, it will be crazy. Of uh, Giannis. If you could get half of the stats of Giannis, it'll be insane. Um, but you know what, dude? It's unbelievable. Uh, uh, honorable mention real quick. A uh, little tidbit. Puma is back in the uh, oh, yeah. basketball game now. Oh, yeah. And I think they signed like everybody in the first round of this draft. I know I know, I know that Bagley was signed. Ain was signed. Porter got signed. But I think they also signed a whole bunch of people to like one-year contracts. You know what I mean? To get him out there, so um, and, and, and who's the, the the creative director? Jay Z, bro. Jay-Z. Well, he's a, when the news came out, he was the VP of basketball operations. They're like, no, 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 no. Hold on a second. He's a creative director. I was gonna say, man, he could bring Pumas to hip hop artists, but wow. I don't know about basketball. Ooh. But yeah, man, we uh, it, was, it was actually a very entertaining draft. It was, it, this draft has been you don't have like a LeBron or a, a Durant, you know what I mean? But there's a lot of good players that could probably make an impact. So I see a lot of Jason Tatum's. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. that's what I see in this draft. Yeah. Guys are gonna come in and and give you fifteen a game right in the first year. But who do you think is gonna be the, Rook of the, year? the highest impact player here? I think I think out of this right here, I'm gonna go on a limb here, man. Ready? I think Luka Doncic is gonna be huge. Luka Doncic, the media's gonna eat him up, man. Luka Doncic, I mean, baby. The, the media's gonna build him up and 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 just Dude, he, be the next. I mean, thing out there, next big thing. I hope he's. I don't think he's gonna be Darko. Uh, I think he's gonna be more what, per, more Porzingis than Darko. What, what do they call him? They call him the the, oh, the Wonder Boy. The Wonder Boy. I mean, he's six eight, has good handle, nothing explosive. It's not like he jumps out of the building. It's not like he's super fast, but he could shoot. I seen him. You know, he dribbles well. I mean, he dude, he actually is playing against NBA players, and he's he has decent handle. He has he passes great. I mean, I I think this kid's gonna maybe not go crazy the first year, but I'm I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and uh. I'm not going to give you the stats, man. You got Luca. I got Michael Porter Jr. Oh, MPJ. Your MPJ, sleeper. MP, big sleeper is going to be Jason Tatum. Like, all right, let's throw some numbers. Uh, Luca is going to average 15 a game, six assists, seven rebounds. Porter with Washington Wizards. Well, I got two in the back. Porter, Porter, Porter yeah, he's going to be a uh, yeah, 18 points a game, man. I got it's going to be he's going to be huge, man. 18, eight, four. All right. Damn. 18, 8, and 4. You're not, you're not kidding around, brother. You're oh, not no, kidding no, around. No. You're not kidding around. 18, 8, and 4. Wow. That's, that's, that's kind of like, yeah, yo, that's like reverse Ben Simmons numbers. You know what I'm saying? You know, the rebounds for the assist. PJ. No, nah, it was a good draft. Entertaining. I watched the whole thing. Nah, I did not watch the whole thing. I fast forward through most of it. All right, good. What we got next? We got uh, En Fuego Headlines, our next. Average Joe Sports Talk En Fuego Headlines. All right, En Fuego Headlines. On fire, baby. Headlines are our En Fuego meaning on fire in Spanish. So, all right, so we're going to kick it off first, man. The first headline. You ready for this, Jay? Rapid fire coming at you. You ready? 
Go ahead. Brett Favre, all right, wants to end youth tackle football. Brett Favre, huh? Brett Favre has put his name behind an Illinois bill that would ban tackle football for kids under the age of 12. Now, quote, he said that the body, the brain, the skull is not developed for teens in, in single digits. I cringe when I see these little kids get tackled and the helmet is bigger than everything else on the kid combined. They look like they're going to break in half. What do you think? I mean, to have somebody back up a bill, this guy is, a, is the best one to, to have back it up. He knows what's going on. Brett Favre got a couple of his, his own concussions out there. He, I mean, he, he played. Did. He played. I don't know how many games. He did with concussions all the time. I mean, that's what that's what ended up retarding him at the uh, at the. Remember the last didn't the last game he played when he lost to the uh, last game of the season I mean, against the Dolphins. He was he was late out. Right? Going on. I mean, it's true. I mean, I mean, we're trying to twelve years old playing tackle football. I think he should play flag football over to twelve. I mean, what, what's a, what's the difference between it's going to be the same concept. Well, Just no tackling. I mean, the defense will be probably what gets affected the most. But yeah, you're right. More and more nowadays, as opposed to, and I guess because they're tracking them more nowadays, probably there's the higher, higher case yeah, of kids getting hurt. out there. I mean, the, the brain's still developing, like you said. It's, it's a good name to have behind that bill. And hopefully, it'll make some movement. No, he will. I think I think he will be listened. Uh, you know, Brett Favre is like God. You know what I mean? When it comes to football. And, you know, especially if he's going to do uh, especially in Green Bay, man. I mean, I know Aaron Rodgers is the man, but at the end of the day, Brett Favre is the guy. It's, you know, they got to put a statue right next to Lombardi, you know what I mean? All right, next one. Oh, man. This guy does not seem to get it. Uh, James Winston to be suspended for the first three games of the season. The Buccaneers quarterback has been under investigation by the NFL for the past seven months over an incident that allegedly occurred more than two years ago. Back in November... An Uber driver alleged that Winston grabbed her crotch while the two were waiting in the drive-thru of a Mexican restaurant in Scottsdale, Arizona. Dude, I mean, come on, man. This guy's always getting in trouble with food. In yeah. College, he was yeah. Uh, the crab legs he stole. Uh, now he's waiting, <laughs> waiting on a drive-thru of a Mexican restaurant, maybe Taco Bell. That's what it was. But yeah, well, I mean, come on. He's you, a face of the franchise. Number one pick. Came out of college. You know, uh, high praise. You know everybody's watching you. You, 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 you. You're setting an example for the for all the players, and and you do that, and then I don't know if it make us make it make it's gonna make it right. But you had to alert the NFL. Yeah, that's the whole violation because he didn't alert the NFL. He decided to do his thing. Um, hey, NFL, I'll grab a lady's crotch is what you're saying. Well, something. Look, I'm 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 gonna get sued for sexual assault. You know what I mean? Um, somebody's gonna charge me on it. And remember, this happened in college. Remember, so there was a student that actually went out there, but the you know, unfortunately, you know, fortunately in that in Florida State, you know, they kind of like the 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 sheriffs. Remember, they they kind of brushed it off. They you know, the girl came back and said, no, you know, they 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 pushed that one away. I don't think that's gonna happen here, well, man. No, this is national news. Happen. Happened in a small town, you know, Tallahassee and um in Florida State, but mm, that's not gonna happen here, man. Yeah, they'll, they'll make an example out of him. And you know, they should. They should. I'm sorry. I have a problem against sexual assault for women or or harassment, man. I mean, dude, I don't care how famous you are. It's, it's a no-go, man. It doesn't happen. You and I both have daughters, man. And you know how we feel about that. If I ever comes up, I would I'll probably slap that dude around, man. No-go. No. Three games ain't enough. Not enough, man. I think he should, for a whole year, maybe put in jail. Oh, I think we went a little too far there. What do you think, huh? Uh, a bit too far, but yeah. Was, but proper, right? Yeah. But fair. Oh, man. This one right here. I was kind of sad about this one because he used to be one of my favorite uh, heels ever to watch here. But former U.S. professional wrestler, superstar Leon White, better known as Vader. Remember Vader, man? WCW. Um, you know, WWE, Japan, I mean. In uh, White's uh, wrestling career, Vader became an iconic fixture. Uh, he had an intimidating look. Remember, he was the Vader, the old helmet, the black and the red. And, you know, he had a great career in the 90s. Uh, made appearance in several television shows, Baywatch, Boy Meets World, 
But what made him famous was WCW World Champion and eventually moved to WWE, which was known as WWF back then. But man, it was a shame. He died of, um, you know, um, complications because he had cancer. He had like oral cancer and then he, he had a he had pneumonia. So he ended up dying because of pneumonia. His lungs couldn't take it. Mr. Vader, man. He was like a typical bad guy. Best heel. One of the best, best heels in the best, world. Best heel in the world. Uh, Vader time. Vader time. Vader time. Vader time. Yeah, man, that guy was intimidating. He intimidated me when I was watching the, the fights. But yeah, man, it's, it's sad. I mean, it was 60... Uh, 63. So average, uh, unfortunately, that's the average age. Or, yeah, for wrestlers are passing of whatever reason. I mean... But yeah, man, Vader time. I know they'll they, they do something on this week. So Monday, Oh, yeah, they should know. do something on Monday. Because it happened Monday right after. Right. It happened Monday or, or Tuesday. You know, this guy was actually a two-time All-American in Colorado State University. Um, drafted by the Rams right. and uh, in 1978. Uh, playing the Super Bowl. Yeah, he did. Playing the Super Bowl. I mean, he had injuries that set him off. You know, everybody that gets injured is going to go back. But, I mean, what's great, what's crazy about this guy is that he wasn't just a wrestler, but this guy did two stints in Japan. Uh, Japanese wrestling, man, it's no joke. Oh, that's not right. You got to be tough, man. Have you ever seen those, those videos, man? I mean, those IPGs, uh, IWGP fights and New Japan Pro, it's, I mean, it's, it's wrestling. But, man, these guys are like, they were the first who invented the barbed wire. You know, stunts with the bat. The new Japan. Yeah, it's crazy. Those, those, it, it, he's a tough guy. He was a tough guy all around, man. I would have messed with that guy in a bar fight, man. Yeah, but that's Vader time, man. Gonna miss that. Man, gonna miss it. He was one of the iconic ones, man. Ah, uh, folks. Well, to close out the show, we are uh, are gonna we're gonna go ahead and put on a um, gonna share with you guys the interview uh, we had with a up and coming young actor, a local South Florida product, Jorge Emanuel Barrios. He's currently in California in Hollywood. You know, trying to make it. Yeah, I mean, this kid has a lot of talent. He actually, he's, a, he's family, um, but also more than anything else, very talented. He's an up-and-coming young actor and stand-up comedian. Uh, some of his work, he actually uh, had a, a, a CBS showcase uh, with a whole bunch of group of other guys, which was a, a big success. Uh, he's been in multiple commercials. I mean, graduate of Second City. If you guys are not familiar with Second City um, School, is actually one of the top schools that produce the most stand-up comedians like, you know, uh, Chris Farley, to name some, the Belushi brothers. Uh, there's many, many more. And he actually had the time to sit down with uh, during the NBA Finals and man, and do an interview. He's a friend, friend of ours, family, and uh, you know, he's a friend of the show. Can't wait to listen to. I gotta enjoy it. Can't wait. To All right, guys, to it. enjoy the interview, man. All right, guys, average Joe Sports Talk, your boy E Man, your boy J Rock, and uh, enjoy the interview. We'll see you next week. Average Joe Sports Talk. This is your boy E Man coming at you with a average Joe Sports Talk. First, we are gonna conduct our first official interview with this up and coming actor. Born and bred in Day County, Miami's own Jorge Emanuel Berrio. He um, actually coincidental impromptu interview that we're gonna conduct right now. We're actually just just watching the game right now, and we uh, we're gonna we're waiting for halftime, and we're gonna go ahead and uh, speak to Jorge Emanuel Berrio, who's given us the opportunity to uh, you know have our first official interview here, at Average Joe Sports Talk. All right, my man Jorge, yo, tell us tell us what you're up to, man. Give us give us a little uh, background about yourself and where you're at, what you're up to right now in Cali. Well, first and foremost, I'm very honored to be the first guest on uh, Average Joe's Sports Talk. Sports Talk. <laughs> See, I try to throw in the layup and then you dunk. There you go, the sports baby. Talk. <laughs> Much love. Thank you. Um, so I'm, I'm very excited to say that I have been creating now for four years in California. Uh, moved out there from Miami. Uh, drove out there in 2014. Went to Second City, Hollywood. And uh, graduated 2016, uh, created a, a really fun show with uh, seven other people and uh, was able to actually perform in the CBS Diversity Showcase uh, for 2018, class of 2018. 
Um, so able to audition, able to really just uh, do sketch comedy and do improv comedy daily. Um, and it's just a blessing to be around people that just want to be clowns just like me. And, and uh, well, sometimes we talk about sports a lot and we use sports a lot in our improv and in our comedy sets. So it's very interesting. We, we did have a girl that's a huge Bulls fan and she uh, did a sketch that was about dancing. But instead of it, of instead of her being a dancer, she was a female basketball player. Um, so that was pretty dope on just how we can use comedy and sports and have them in the same realm. Uh, pretty cool, man. Well, I'm glad that you say that you use sports in your skits, and you know you you guys talk a lot about sports, not just acting. But um, we're gonna actually, I'm gonna give you some hard hitting questions, man. There's some Let's sports one, all right? So get ready, <laughs> man. This is like some uh, you know some uh, I don't even know what network is this, but anyway, we're gonna I'm gonna give you some stuff that's gonna make you think. Awesome. But um, actually, before we proceed, give them some uh, give them some of your Twitter handles or Instagram, whatever we where they can look up at you. And, you know, yes, they can look you up. Look you up. You know what I'm saying? So you can follow me on Instagram at Barrios B as in boy E as in Edward R R I O S three o five Barrios three o five. And then uh, if you just look up Jorge Emanuel Barrios uh, on Facebook, and we have videos there. Um, and I'm also on a team that's called Spanglish, which you can uh, follow us on Spanglish Improv, and it's a Latino based uh, improv set or show where it's three latinos a cuban a puerto rican and a mexican and we make stuff up on the spot you can't go wrong with a puerto rican a you know a, a, a cuban and a mexican usually when you got those three people in one place probably in jail you know what i mean right but, uh, there's a cop that yeah, drove us yeah, there for sure yeah all right man well let's get started man you ready let's get it rapid fire baby you ready let's get it. all right it. what's your favorite teams uh so i'd have to go with the heat um as far as basketball yeah. as far as football unfortunately the dolphins but that's going to be the ride or die i you mean got it. You got it. even though living in la um you know everybody's either everybody's either a 49ers fan or well now they got the rams they, and got, the rams they, and they got the raiders so and, okay. yeah the rams and diego too right yes the chargers or the chart that's right so we have Matthews the rams the chart yeah yeah it's it's too many it's too many um and then baseball i would say i always follow the marlins but you know we never really i never really grew up with baseball there we go. i grew up more with basketball well you know what just concentrate on the two main sports that you like and you know because the next question is actually it could be either or all right cool. so i'm gonna ask you who's your favorite athlete and it doesn't have to be if you want to mention one or two or three mm-hmm. on the sport but if it's one it doesn't matter what sport but you know let us know who's your favorite athlete so for me, even though he left uh, Miami for a little bit, I still have to say Dwayne Wade is kind of like, for me, he's been huge because we saw him grow up here. Um, and he, regardless of whether he left or not, I mean, he's still a heat lifer for me. I know that some people feel like, oh, since he left, that's it. Like I, I've cut him off completely from my life. Uh, but Dwayne, Dwayne got us to those championships and in 06 when we got Shaq. I mean, it was just so much fun to watch him grow and to watch him play and when he didn't have anybody and he didn't have LeBron, he didn't have Bosch, you know, we had him and he had us. And that was like, it was just, it was just a, a great feeling to have him win a championship after him having so much dedication to our city. Oh, Wade County, man, for sure. That's, yeah. uh, you know, <laughs> Wade County is Miami. I mean, I think he's probably your, after Marino, he's probably like your number one icon here in uh, South Florida. Yeah. All right. Now, here's another one. This one, a little relation, but... Hit it. What's your favorite movie of all time? My favorite movie of all time. So, it's it has to... There's a split yeah. because it's Scarface and Terminator 2, Judgment. Um, as a kid, I grew up yeah. with those two films. Um, and it's funny because I do comedy, but those two <laughs> movies are a comedy. Well, Scarface is kind of a comedy. If you really look yeah, back at it. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Al Pacino, <laughs> with that accent, there's things that are very funny in that film. But I feel like as a kid growing up and watching like James Cameron um, uh, kind of develop this mindset of like, how do you have a kid that's born, but his dad isn't even in existence yet? So it's kind of like this mind 
this mind, this mental journey of like, damn, could this really happen? And could the machines really take over? And then Arnold Schwarzenegger, I mean, I've always been a, I've always been a big fan ever since I was a kid, just because we grew up watching a lot of action. You know, it's funny, um, you know, James Cameron was definitely ahead of his time. I mean, that, the big first time. movie was what, 80, 82 or something like that? It was uh, in the early 80s. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, early yeah. 80s. In the 80s. And I, and he got the, well, so since he was able to do the abyss, mm -hmm. that's what kind of led him to do the T-1000. Because it was like Terminator 1 was okay. Yeah. And everybody thought it was cool. But like Terminator 2, like just with those graphics. And mm -hmm. then when he did Avatar, like you can see that his mindset is just so, so advanced. You know, a little a tidbit there. You know that uh, Al Pacino lived in Little Havana for like six months? He rented an efficiency. I heard about that. In order to, uh, you know, learn the culture, learn yeah. the uh, the accent, you know, by the Cuban. I mean, it's funny. The guy, they, you know, Al Pacino being one of my favorite actors of all time, it happens to be because of Scarface. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's unbelievable how, how he was able to do that. And, you know, it was the, the Palmer was the uh, director or the... Uh, yes, Brian the Palmer. it was I mean, the Palmer. That's another guy that was out of control, too. I was watching, um, real quick, I was watching, um, I think it's it's Inside the Actor's Studio. Mm -hmm. and, it was, and it was Al Pacino. And they talked about um, like his journey of being uh, Michael Corleone in Godfather mm. and how they didn't want him for the role. And he talked about how he did a play. And then from that play, he had someone that worked with him that really liked him and got him like eight minutes or 15 minutes in this one film. And because of those 15 minutes in that film, he did such a great job. Then some that that guy that got him those 15 minutes in that film pitched him for Godfather. And they were like, nah, he's a young guy. Yeah. Nobody knows him. We want to get a, a, a name that everybody knows. And he says, well, let me show you these 15 minutes of what he did in this film. And because of those 15 minutes, they considered him for the role. And then he went in, he auditioned, and he killed he it. Killed and it obviously up. now it's all history. But it's like, you know, he did his thing. And because he knew somebody, like sometimes it's who you know mm -hmm. uh, that gets you into the into the door. No, you're, you're right. It's just like business and sports, you know. Sometimes right. you need that shot. You need somebody to get that, you know, open that door for you so you could sneak that foot in there. You know what I'm saying? Right. All right, well, now there's another one. So I saw what's your favorite. So your favorite movie is uh, Terminator 2 and Scarface. So here's here's a hard one then. You Give know? it to me. What's your favorite sports movie of all time? Ooh, that's a good question. Ah, you know, so I was born in 88. So I feel like my, like growing up, you know, we, because we had, um, oh my God, it's called uh, Little Giants. It's with Rick Moranis. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, yes. but it's like a comedy, you know. Much love like, to the Giants, bro. I appreciate it. <laughs> Shout out to your Giants. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I, I mean, Sandlot's always been fun. But I feel like for me, the Little Giants always comes to my head because that was like, I was around that age. Okay. And then like the kids taking the, um, <clears throat> I forgot, it's like the antacid, like the, the yeah, Alka-Seltzer. Alka and then they started stuff, foaming yeah. at the I mouth and then the other team was like that's freaking right out. the game. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, I just thought that movie was so funny. No, that's a classic, man. Actually, yeah. that's a classic. Rick Moran as well. He actually was relevant back then. <laughs> and he went ghost for a while. Yeah, he did. He did. All right, well, who's your favorite actor? Oof. I mean, that's tough uh, because there's, mm -hmm. I mean, there's just so many, there's so many different facets and avenues. I feel like mm -hmm. for me, since I do improv mm -hmm. and since I do comedy, I mean, Jim Carrey has always been a huge, um, just a huge inspiration for me. But I hold, you know, I hold Jim Carrey and I hold uh, Will Ferrell up to this, like, mm -hmm. up to this, like, just set up in my mind of, like, these are guys that they did so much improv. And then they were like, how can we take what they did? Like Robin Williams as mm -hmm. well. How can we take what they do and then put it into a film? And uh, like when they created Genie for Robin Williams, they took mm -hmm. one of his stand-up sets and just started drawing a Genie to one of his stand-up wow. sets. And that's how they figured out how to draw for Robin Williams um, as Genie and Aladdin. Um, and then like all of Jim Carrey's bits of like him doing Clint Eastwood and him doing, I mean, from Fire Marshal yeah, Bill yeah, and all that stuff. Uh, from a living color. Yeah. So it's like, how can we just get this guy and do everything he's talented in doing and 
but then do it in a film. And that's why, like, when he did The Mask. Mm-hmm. Like, The Mask is kind of like Genie uh, in Aladdin because they play different characters. And you see, like, all these characters that happen within split seconds. And it's, uh, it's, it's a beauty to see somebody, like, the outtakes and when they improvise on the spot. I kind of feel like The Mask is, like, every role he played in a living color. You know what I mean? Dude? Yeah. Like, it's, it's hilarious. And you're right. I mean, I never thought about it that way when you just mentioned how Will Ferrell and you know, um, Robin Williams, and they're all improv uh, individuals. And so yeah. Jim Carrey, how they were able to, like you said, that's, I mean, yeah, they're, they're famous and they're successful. And you're right. It's all their movies is pretty much putting an improv on film. That's right. It just blew my mind there, my friend. I never <laughs> thought about those three guys that way. You know what I mean? I was trying to like, how can I figure out how to say the actors, but then talk about sports within them? And yeah. it's like, well, Will Ferrell did do like a, a thing on HBO where like he played baseball. Yeah. yeah. I, I think that was pretty funny, man. Yeah. I think he played, what did he do? Every he, team. He, he played on every, every team. team. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that he was got pretty traded, like the same game and stuff like that. Yeah. They put a storyline yep, to it. They did. They did. That was pretty, that's pretty, <laughs> that's, that was good. I, I one of my favorite bits that he had actually done. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. So I got another one. If you had an opportunity to sit down with any actor, Dead or alive? Who would you choose? Um, I think I would sit down with um, Mel Brooks uh, because Mel Brooks. So I, I grew up watching the the movie Spaceballs okay. probably every day because uh, my dad just loved Spaceballs. He's a comedic genius, though. I'll tell yeah. You much, yeah, well, and he, and, and Mel Brooks was just in, like the comedy, the the, the mm-hmm. punches, the you know the timing of it, um, and being able to stay relevant, being able mm-hmm. to you know to do these films and it's it's just so it's so interesting to see how how his mind worked um and how he was able to maneuver you know because i feel like you know just like there's issues going on right now in the world there's there was always issues back then as well you know and and to be a a jewish cat back in those days that you know he was struggling and and he wanted to get his voice out there and he knew that he wanted to do comedy and he knew that he he could get the right people uh to do it with him and so it's it i think i would pick his brain as far as like you know, how far do you go for that laugh? You know, because right now, you know, sometimes people feel uncomfortable. Sometimes yeah. people are like, oh, you know, this is funny, but, it, you know, the PC culture is very different. You know, it's 2018. Oh, it sends it to these audience nowadays and stuff like that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right, right, right. Darn millennials. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. No, I like Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks is, uh, it's actually, his movies are hilarious. Uh, Spaceballs, what was that? Um, Blazing Saddles. Yeah, Blazing Saddles. I mean, it's, oh, yeah. and, uh, it's unbelievable. He's actually, like you said, a comedic genius. Um, and, and, you know, being a fan of movies myself, you know, I, that's one of the guys I have up there too. And the last one, my friend, let's ready? get it. Any athlete Any dead athlete. or alive mm-hmm. that you would have the opportunity to sit down and have a brew with or a drink or, you know, uh, I would have to say, even though I hear that, uh, he's like, like he's always mean to people. Supposedly I would sit down with Alonzo morning. Alonzo. I would sit down oh. with Alonzo morning, okay. uh, just because, I've heard so many yeah. rumors about him that I want to sit with him and really see who this guy is. Because I feel like the organization and the... Oh, he's a big part know. of the Heat culture. Right, right, right. Know? Well, And plus, I know that if I sit down with Alonzo, I'll get to sit with Pat. There we go, and, man. And, and that's and that's the kicker. Because yeah. I would rather have both of them. So if I could sit down with Pat yeah, Riley... You can, you can mention one, one or two, bro. Like, yeah, 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 five yeah. if you want, man. It's okay, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I would love to sit down with just Pat Riley and see, like, you know, what, what, was, what was he going through? through the Laker days and through the Knicks days yeah. and then the Heat days and like, you know, for him to just be who he is. And I would love to hear what, what was going on in that room with LeBron. Okay. And like how they got LeBron to Miami. Dude, he's the, he was and, the man. I mean, he's the master negotiator oh and God. trade. I mean, Pat, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a big Pat fan because he played with the Knicks. I did not like the fact that he left us, you know, <laughs> resigning via facts. But hey, what, what are you going to do? The guy gets respect. He won so many rings with, you know, with the Lakers, you know, what he's done with the Heat. 
And even with the Knicks, the Knicks are not relevant, man. And, you know, unfortunately, Michael Jordan would have been around. We'd have got a couple of titles for the Knicks. Oh, my but God. Pat is the godfather, my friend. That's the one thing Nothing happens in the NBA if it's not blessed by him, right? That's true. That's true. And I hated the Knicks for so long. I remember you would always wear the yeah, hats. Because like, ah, yeah. of, of the Spreewell days and yeah. the Ewing days. That's just, <laughs> yeah, man, I'm going to cry right now, bro. <laughs> <laughs> those Heat-Knicks those heat rivalries were great. Oh, man. Awesome. Awesome. Well, well, thanks a lot for sitting down with us oh, for a short bit. We appreciate it. We uh, wish you much, much success. Um, and man, anything you want to say, anything to look you up, anything come upcoming soon in LA. Um, um, so I hope tons of success and that I am the first of many interviews and that we get out of this studio that we're sitting in right now. And then you're just blowing it up in a mansion. Um, anything that I want to say, uh, I guess for anybody out there that's listening right now, there's, there's some things that you go through life and you're like. I don't know if I should do that or I don't know if I should take the, the risk or take the plunge, you know, just get it because you don't want to have any regrets at the end. And that's one thing that I realized four years ago when I moved out to L.A. that it was like everything was calling for me to just take that risk and just try it. And I, I've never looked back and man, it's so fun. It's so fun. Oh, real quick, since we're talking yeah. about sports. So when I was a kid, yeah. um, damn, I don't want to go over on time. That's right. You're good, man. You're so, good. You're good. You're good. Average Joe Sports Talk, bro. We don't we don't care. We, <laughs> It's a fan doing the show, so, so we could do whatever we want. I always had a goal because when I was a kid, we would always go to heat games sometimes whenever right. we could afford it, and I would yeah. sit in the nosebleeds. And I was like, one day I'm going to sit down there. I'm going to be on that court. Mm-hmm. And um, in 2015, um, so this was a year into being in California, I was selling cars, and I was making really good money, mm-hmm. and I looked up when the Clippers were playing the heat. And so I can't remember the exact date. It was in January, but it was around my birthday. And it was in 2015, and I was able to sit courtside to a, a Clippers Heat game. Um, and we won. The Heat won. And that, for me, was like a defining moment of, man, really, anything you want, you really can have. you know. And I just had it in my mind of, like, one day I'm going to sit courtside. And it took me a couple of years, right? I was like a 14-year-old kid when I did that. And when I went to the game, I was 26 or 27. But that was the goal. And I set that goal in my mind, and I was like, I'll figure it out. And one day I'm going to be down there. And sure enough, it uh, it was an amazing experience. Uh, Jamil, which I know yeah. has done uh, these already, he recorded me because I came out on TV. Cause when yeah, I remember that. I got that text message. <laughs> By the way, his name is J-Rock in the show. There it J-Rock. is. There yeah. it is. Oh, no, we got to delete that part. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. No, awesome. I mean, well, we do thank you, man. Uh, much success to you. Appreciate uh, we'll you, definitely, man. you know, we want to have you back. And uh, we're probably going to LA and do one of these, man, you know, sometime soon. All right. Yeah, yeah. All right, everybody, look look up Jorge Emanuel Berrios. Give him your Twitter, your uh, Instagram, uh, and Facebook. Uh, Berrios305, B E R R I O S 305. Remember that name because in a couple of years, sitcom or SNL, my friend, Saturday Night Live, you're going to hear this name. This, this kid killed it in the CBS showcase. Look that up. It was hilarious. All right, guys. All right, my man, Average Joe Sports Talk, we are out. Dale. Oh.